So we have a lot of these exciting walks that we're going to do in upcoming episodes. And I've, I've, like I said, I've been doing this for a year and there's there's places that I know we want to go, but there's also going to be the discoveries as well, too. So this is, we don't know where we're going. This is why, this is why we're recording it. This is why we're in the field recording. This is why we want to do the podcast. We want to take people along with the journey. We want, you know, I want people to listen to it and, and experience the project and it's going to trigger ideas and it's something that's already happening you know through the newsletter open your mind to a a very basic idea and something that people probably don't take into consideration but even just walking every day is so good for the brain so good for beyond creativity just having balance yeah every every part of it you know emotional alleviating anxiety anxiety creativity productivity energy is one of the bigger things that i've discovered in the last last year for sure once i really got on a um, a higher daily step routine is that it helps you sleep helps you stay energetic during the day you know there's there's a lot you can get into on the wellness side of walking and that and like i'm i'm for our purposes we're not here to sell you soap (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) or Um, or mattresses it does obviously (laughs) like art and health i think uh, goes together and creativity you got you want to have a healthy mind body and that's going to facilitate your creativity so that stuff does come into it and we talk about food and and plants and, and green spaces so it all there's an interconnectedness to this that I feel is very vital and very interesting and and there's a lot of people out there doing this type of stuff and I hope through this project and through the podcast that we can start to make these connections that we'll be able to speak to people in New York City and experts that are covering some of these things but for now we we got to get we got to move you know that was that was we got to walk <laughs> there's a better way to say it we had to start we had to walk and um get out into these places and see, you know, what we could discover, what narratives we could start it, building. It's not about getting there. It's about how we got there. Exactly. It's the process. And I'm, I've become more interested in, um, as I've kind of evolved beyond photography and more on to, to, to the art side, you know, there are actually walking artists, Richard Long. It's, it's a long tradition. There's the great book, that we'll probably talk about quite frequently, Walking and Mapping Artists as Cartographers by Karen O'Rourke. Covers a lot of amazing projects that, you know, some stuff that we're going to incorporate to what we're doing in the field and other ideas with mapping and GPS and all these kind of like really super interesting things. So we're on, you know, there's two two parts to this podcast is that we're going to be out in the field and we're going to be recording you know, our, our exploration of these pedestrian bridges, the desire lines, the greenways, and how they all interconnect. But we're also going to take time in the studio to talk about the books that we discover and talking to people in the photo book community from, from the LPV show and, and digging into their um, photo book collections and finding those books that um, where there's a, a synergy between what we're doing with this project. So I think it's super exciting and there's there really is a, a quote that i have to kind of get in so it's from um artist hamash fulton and the quote is the walking is the constant the art medium is the variable so you know i've both of us have mostly done photography in the past but now i'm moving you know we're doing into moving into shooting video and getting into maps and the, um, these different kind of ways of expressing the ideas so for me it's really this this next step in my 
creative journey and your creative journey were, you know, makes me very nervous to kind of go into this uncharted territory, but I don't know any other path other than to, to do that, you know. You're kind of doing it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, we've been working on this, or I've been working on this now for the better part of a year and a half. So adding this, the, um, the podcast element, the audio element is just a natural extension. And it's like a documentary of yeah. a process that you're already going through. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I'm super excited for the, the score, too, yeah. that you've been working on. Uh, that yeah. we're going to, you know, we, we want this to be, an, it's an audio experience. It's Immersive. We're gonna tr- yeah, immersive. We're going to try new things. We're, we're shooting video. We're going to use that on Instagram. Who knows? We might cut little short films. It's wide open. The platform is wide open. And, and Craig Mode has a really a good framework for this. And he has got a great newsletter that everyone should check out. He's doing basically the same thing in Japan. And he, he frames it as walking is the platform and that you can build upon all these other ideas. But walking is the platform. And I think that's just um, kind of perfectly stated. Yeah. Get outside. Go for a walk. <laughs> so so what we're going to do is we now we have three segments for you in this episode. And the first one was a, a walk we did in Bay Ridge. So this is one that was brand new to me. And we visited three different um, pedestrian bridges that day. And we started at the, the Kelvin Vaux um, Shore Parkway. It's a little park. And then we kind of walked all along Shore Parkway. It was uh, early fall, right? Yeah. September 18th, 2019. Yeah. I still remember seeing some bees and there are a lot of birds out there. Yeah. So so the, the framework we do is we go out, we're going to take in the field, record these, and those walks will connect with other walks. And then we're going to, we're looking for clues. We're looking for clues in our conversation. We're looking for clues in the ambient sound that we pick up. We're looking for that thing that that catches our our mind and our intuition and says, we got to look into this further. There's a connection here. So we want to listen to it. And then after we listen to the segment, we're going to kind of provide our takeaways and, 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 and illuminate the next step um, for that. And then slowly, you know, over the season and however many episodes we end up doing, we're going to build out these different, these different narratives. Some of them might not go anywhere. Some of them, you know, could go on for a very, very long time. Um, we just don't know. We got to kind of like follow our intuition out in New York City and, and, and start making the connections. It's already happening. We got a lot of them. This is our first segment. This was the Bay Ridge Walk for, on September 18th, 2019. On my way to meet Brian today, I looked at a map to try and figure out how to cross a highway because the park I needed to get to was on the other side and the map did not indicate the pedestrian overpass that we were eventually going to film and I walked kind of out of my way to go under the highway. Which is it, which is another path, but like, yeah, they're hard to find on the map. They're actually there, but they're not labeled. So you got to know how to look for them. What I did is I followed along on the map to like wherever there's crossings over like the parkways or the major freeways. And then you have to look and normally like they're green. If it's part of like a park system or green, it'll be like a little green one going on. And I just like pinned them all and I created a map in Google Maps. I think I got there's something like 82 of them in New York City that I've found. Definitely Could be some more secret ones. Oh, there for sure is. Like I already found one when I was in South Slope that I didn't have on the map. But then you go back when you look at the map, all of a sudden 
you like, oh yeah, I bet there is one there. So you can kind of like, you intuit where they are because it's always over the highway or the parkway. And then like when you have them all mapped out, like it is all pretty much like to try to accommodate freeways and get over. Even an afterthought on the map. Yeah, yeah, but so important to these neighborhoods that want to connect over into the park or into the greenway and green spaces. They should be designed better. They should like, be more interesting. So they're kind of like these little cages over, you know, rushing cars, you know. The color is pretty amazing. Well, like, look at all the layers of paint. There's gray, blue, and green. So this bridge has been at least three different colors. See, these steps, they're those like super long steps. Well, you have to make it the most accessible as possible. Yes, but this isn't accessible because they're normally like ramps that go up on. Right. Like this has, this is, this needs to be rebuilt. Yeah, there's some cracks in this cement. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be steps. That's probably how you can tell it's like so old because it has like the steps. Well, the incline is also very steep, whereas on the newer ones, the stairways and, and ramps are, are handling most of the height on the sides. This one curves up. What's it say? Ahead, bridge low. I mean, I'm reading from bottom up. Low bridge ahead? Low bridge ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Low bridge ahead. I guess, yeah. Because you'd be reading it that way in the car. I was in Willow Lake, by around Willow Lake in Queens, and I was in one of these and I, I chased like a butterfly for 10 minutes with the Osmo. Mm -hmm. And I would do it in slow mo. I have the footage, I'll show it to you. It was hard because it's jumping all around, you're trying to get close, but I caught it, I caught the butterfly, I captured it in slow motion a couple times. And I like it. I'll show you the footage. Yeah. It's like pretty cool. Yeah. In one of the, but it was one of the cage ones. So it's like the butterfly literally was trapped in the cage. Oh. I need to dig that out. That just it totally reminded me of that one. So that that walk was, I think, the first time we were really out in the field together, kind of doing this. And there's a few items on there that I think we're really going to pick up on. I like the idea of the secret bridges. I don't even know that I have them all on this map, right? So there's gonna be new ones that we're gonna for sure discover and that'll be added to the list, you know? As I recall those bridges from Bay Ridge, I, I remember them being just huge arches and nothing like uh, the larger structures or just the newer ones that we've we've been across. Mm -hmm. And they, they've gotta be like, some of the oldest ones, right? Yeah, so we need to figure that out, figure out how old they are. And then the point where you talk about the layers of paint kind of like ties into that as well too. Like mm -hmm. how, how often are they being painted? What, what's, the, but more importantly to me is like why green? Why, why the paint choices? So I think that's, we wanna um, try to follow up on that and do some research on that. And then you made a great point about the accessibility, you know, and like the, um, you know, the super long steps and steep. And, I, you know, I think like, you know, it's something you, obviously very aware of I think as a pedestrian is that a lot of these places are not accessible they're hard for a pedestrian to get up and across let alone um you know people that might be on wheels so like yeah, I, even for able-bodied people it's kind of arduous yeah so I think that's some that's going to be 
I don't honestly don't know how I, I've been thinking about the accessibility um, challenge for a while. And um, I want to figure out a way to kind of like articulate it, but I just don't have it yet. So if anyone that has any projects out there about like accessibility and pedestrianism, that'd be pretty cool. Um, and then we get to the absurdity, Tom, the absurdity of language and a head yeah. bridge. Low. <laughs> they were just giant lettering on the, the freeway. Yeah obviously meant for cars going a certain direction and i chose to be dyslexic about my but i think it's beautiful because it kind of just illuminates like the way your perspective as a pedestrian like it changes when you're up there and you look at things differently and even though you know it was we we read it in the wrong direction there's something awesome about a head bridge low that just I don't know. It's a perfect kind of like statement for, for being up on one of those pedestrian bridges. And I think my, my butterfly anecdote is I, I'm kind of like thinking to myself that I needed to leave nature alone and not, you know, necessarily be chasing butterflies. But, you know, it was a good moment. And, and you'll, you can check out the clip on our Instagram. We're going to pick up on this. I think to me, what I've been thinking about this, the last thing is that um, on these, this Bay Ridge walk, I think it actually connects to the Coney Island, um, Brighton Beach, Rockaway walk that I did um, earlier in, in, the, in the fall. And I think it might be one big walk. I think it might be all around the, the pedestrian bridges in Bay Ridge mm-hmm. going all the way to Rockaway. Yeah. I don't know. In my head, it might be 17, 20 miles, but it might be a little bit more. But that's doable. Like, Some of the biggest ones I've seen, uh, I took a walk from Bushwick to Rockaways, mm-hmm. and I had to go over some really long pedestrian yeah bridges. so i think we're gonna follow up on that maybe then the, the next the next part of this is we'll either do the second part of it and pick up in in bay ridge and walk into rockaway through coney island and um brighton beach and do that and then see how they they tie together so i'm, I'm interested in that it's basically the southern southern border of you know, new york city where new york city meets them. I've made a lot of photographs of trees, a lot of photographs of trees. I did a whole project um, that working on hiking, the all the hiking trails that are within uh, New York City boundaries. And I've just been, I'm not the only one, everyone, I think there's a lot of people that are, you know, love trees and are fascinated by trees for any sort of reasons. And part of this project is going to be exploring green spaces and trees are obviously an integral part of green spaces. And there are some amazing trees in New York City. In fact, I got this book, Trees of New York City, where naturalist and photographer Benjamin Sweat profiled 60 trees. And some of them uh, we definitely will probably come along the way or we'll visit or I don't know how we're going to work it into. And then there's others that aren't in the book. And the one that I think we've kind of had already had an unusual experience with is uh, um, the Time Landscape by Alan Sonfist, right? And we made a visit, a couple visits to it. And I think the one we don't even remember, it's like, oh yeah, we were there and, and, and we might've lost the recording or something. And then, which I think is perfect. It gets swallowed up in the Time Landscape. And then we made a second visit back to Time Landscape. And then we made the second visit to Time Landscape. And this was on August 16th. And this was part of the, that was the day we walked over the Manhattan Bridge. And we're gonna have that for you in a, in a future episode, but we wanna, we're gonna go to Time Landscape. So this is our segment on, our first segment on Time Landscape. So now we're on West 4th Street, heading to Time Landscape. I'm pretty excited. 
It's been a while since uh, the last time we were here. We were here once before. Well, if maybe we were here once before. I don't know if we were. Yes, I think so. <laughs> it's a mysterious place. And I think like it's one of those places in New York City, like Willow Lake, the Panarium, right in Central Park that we walked. Mm -hmm. That has its, its own rhythm. Yeah, its own rhythm, its own... Um, Which you don't sense upon first glance. You kind of have to become part of it in a way, or just yes. walk around it enough times. Yes. The time landscape blends into the landscape <laughs> until you start paying close attention. Can I find your piece of mine? We just walked by the place where I first did sound. What was what was the first sound job? Uh, I was dating someone that was doing a documentary on the Dosa Man, who's still around here. I saw him recently. I don't know if that that is that him. Is that the Dosa Man? Nah, that's a creep, creep dude. <laughs> I started. I meditated. We're almost there. Can you sense it? Yeah, you can kind of see it, right? Is that it? I, I mean, it does kind of blend into the foliage on the other side of the street, even. So now we're here. So it's really weird, I tried to do the hyperlapse and it was like hard to do because the light kept changing and yeah, weird. one side's much darker than the side lit by the sun. Yeah, hopefully, you know, you can fix some of it, but... Well, I think one of the points of the whole thing is the foliage is so dense, it's different than all the other sparsely planted trees yeah. you see in the city. Like this is much more nature in itself. It's such an interesting little block and I don't think anyone really realizes what you know what it is or what I was trying to do or what it even means. You know, I don't even know I'm sure like I know what it means. I, I walked by it for years. Yeah exactly and it's definitely one of this one of these little places, little you know, it's public artwork, places in New York City that I just think it has its own kind of essence, its own, you know, unique kind of nature to it. Because so much of New York City is, you know, it's come homogenized and like, not, you know, a lot of it, but it's trying to find those unique spots. This is more subtle. So I'm going to shoot some video. So I shoot video. So I love time landscape. We are definitely going back and I have to figure out, I don't think it's, 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 it's a challenging place, I think, to try to take pictures or a video. And obviously I had a technology failure in there. I don't, I'm gonna figure out a way to, to, to try to articulate this. Alan Tompis on his website actually has all these really cool like photo collages that he's taking, that he's made from photos that he's taken over the years. So he's, you know, kind of a, already on it but we'll we'll figure it out maybe it'll just be 
visiting it and, and making the recording, you know, but I really liked your, how it triggered your remembering your first audio gig too. And the Dosa man. Yeah. That was more around Washington square park. Yeah. So I like, I like those, you know, again, when you're out on the walk, how, you know, how it triggers these memories, mm-hmm. you know, um, when you, when you pass certain spots or like, you know, these local legends, whether they're food courts, you know, f- food carts, or it's, you know, a public piece of art or something that or remembering someone living somewhere. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, again, like plan on other public art, we're going to investigate that, you know, go, go visit those places. And then, um, just again, like these unique spots, like time landscape. And I think there's, there's something else going on there. I know it, you know, with, with the time and the trees, I don't, I haven't quite figured it out yet. I don't, I don't know if we're going to get, you know. It's a place people have probably been to, but not aware of, or at least just walked by. Because I I was unaware of it till we went there, but I'm like, oh, I've walked by here all the time. And what if we're missing something on the subconscious level? I don't know. Maybe this is, maybe, maybe this might be a stretch, but maybe it does. Trees talking to you again? I don't know. It could be the trees talking to you. Maybe (laughs) I don't know. Just maybe there's a way to access different dimensions, and it has something to do with this location. Like there's something there. I just feel it. So we're gonna. I want to. We'll see who we can talk to about it, but in in future episodes, but we're gonna go back. The time landscape will come back. I guarantee it. In this segment, we go to Flushing Meadows Corona Park on our way to Dublin Galaxy. We visited the underground home, which is part of the 1964 World's Fair, and obviously Flushing Meadows Corona Park is one of the bigger parks in New York City. It's on a lot of tourist destinations because of the Unisphere, which is an iconic public sculpture from from the World's Fair, but it's also home to the U.S. Open, which I've been to a couple times, and City Field, where the Mets play, and it's just... A great green space in New York. And again, we took a visit to the underground home on our way to Dumpling Galaxy. And this was from October 4th, 2019. We went to the home? I don't remember being inside the home. We visited it <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> what? What is the galaxy? I don't know. So now we're on 111th Street and we're walking towards Corona Flushing Meadows Park. Site of the 1964 World's Fair and 19, what was the other one? I don't know. My mom was at the 64 one, though. Well, the 64 one is the one that where they built the Unisphere, they, you know, terrace on the park. But we're going, I mean, we're going with a couple bridges in the middle of the park or on the eastern side near the middle of the park. But the first stop is the underground home. Don't die from the cars. It's like a sixth sense for me at this point. I know where they are. I can see and like... Well, the problem is, do they know where you are? So the underground home is the model home that was just underground. And they think they... They don't really know what happened to it. They think it got like demolished, but some something it might still be there. There's a big article. There's a couple articles link out to on the underground home. You gotta kinda know where the spot is. What's up with the underground home? To me, I think it's like, what if it's a portal, a time place for time travel? You don't know. You don't know what they're brewing up at the 1964 World's Fair. <laughs> Do you know the ranking of park sizes in New York? Well, it's um, Van Cortland Park is number one. It's the biggest. 
And then I think it's Flushing Meadows huh. or Alley Pond. I know Central Park is like only number three. I don't know for sure. That's I know Van Cortland is the largest one. Okay. I figured this one's up there though. Top three. I bet it's this one, Van Cortland, and Central Park. But Alley Pond Park is big too. That whole the flushing flushing um bay too. It's kind of all designated park. It's interesting. But yeah, they try to like connect them. They get connected as much too. Because you could actually flushing meadows can go all the way to basically Alley Pond Park and you can just stay in green space. So we're at, you can see the zoo and the, the Hall of Science. So you're kind of basically in between the zoo and the Hall of Science. And then you can see Arthur Ashe Stadium. I mean, don't you feel it? Uh, I feel the breeze. You don't feel the vibes? I just like vibes all about this park. There's something underneath us. It's a home. And this home could be a portal to a different dimension. See, now you start to smell it. That's, someone's lighting some incense around here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not me. He's starting a fire. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe he's the one who lives there now. <laughs> you literally started a fire. Yeah. What is strange about this particular area is there are circular bare yes. patches yes. in the grass, and I'm not sure why. Exactly. Probably because people set up and barbecue. Ah, that's a really good theory. That, I mean, I'm guessing. Yeah, but there's, I don't know, there's no grills left existing here. Yeah, I mean, probably but on the weekend. Yeah, you might, you might be right. I don't know. I mean, that's why yeah. this whole spot is like, it feels... Spotty. Spotty, yeah, like grass <laughs> doesn't want to grow. But in these circular patterns. Like right, like right here. Yeah. I like it. I think it's a good um, kicking off point for a TV show. I actually had an idea about it. So it takes place at the 1964 World's Fair at Star. Think, I'm thinking like there's some type of murder at the park. Huh. And this guy uh. investigates it and he's a mysterious guy and they don't know who he is. And at the end of the first episode, he goes into a secret passageway that leads to the underground home, which takes him to a different dimension. Uh. What if we recorded that and you get back and it's not there? Dun, dun, dun. You're like, I don't know what happened. Oh, I think you're right. I think there's chairs set up for a wedding right there on the green. Bo Bodhi Farm? Or what's it called? A hall of... Banquet. Banquet hall. Banquet. Yes. Yes. Hey. Sheep? Amazing. I've never seen the sheep hanging out. There's a pig. I've never looked. Whoa, what kind of bird is that? Oh, duck, duck. Fucking duck, Tom. Yeah. Avenue of transportation. Corona Avenue and Horace Harding Expressway. That's what the sign says. Three red pillows. Yes. 
Now, how the hell? Square red pillows. Light is amazing. Late afternoon, 3.34 p.m., October 3rd, 2019, Queens, New York. So here's your graffiti. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. There's some Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson uh, graffiti. Yeah. Shit. No, is... yeah. You should, you should take a video here. Just like, there's cars moving in every which way from this one spot. Yeah, this is the Horace Harding Expressway. Uh, this is probably the longest pedestrian bridge I've ever been. Oh, Long Island Expressway. Yeah, you're right, Long Island. It's like both of them. Yeah. Yeah, this is a nightmare of traffic and cars. This is, this is, yeah, this is like... Are the, these the, the ones hell. that are every 10 blocks? No, no. Those are on the other side of the park. Uh, but it's the same type of... It's a Long Island Expressway. I mean, this is horrible. <laughs> you know, I've always seen these from the car and wondered what it was like to cross this. It's kind of a jarring experience because there's so much motion going on below you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've been on a lot of these, but this one is so somewhat disorienting. Because it's, what, 9, 11, it's like 12 lanes. One, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten lanes. Yeah. So we're over ten lanes of traffic. It's getting at, towards at rush hour on a Friday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but the light is really nice. Yeah. It really feels like we're going nowhere. Like the, when you look at the end of these things, they do so many turns. You're like, where am I walking? To? Yeah. They zigzag. But then also just like I like random green spaces that get created because of the tangle of like. Mm entrance and exit. So you're just in this whole territory where like the cars just destroy it. <laughs> and then they're like the river. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I mean, that's 100% what it is. If you're looking at it from outer space, if you're looking at it, those are a bunch of like rivers of steel. Yeah. You know? Oh, desire path. This is a good desire path right here. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's not a bad walk. This is in the Arcadia Mall. It's pretty nice. Hey, hello, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. Right away. Signature dumplings, seafood dumplings. They have fried hot peppers. So would you eat fried hot peppers? Yeah. Okay. Do they like shishito? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, I like peppers. Okay. Go at your own risk. Bring it on. Oh, yeah. It's a little spicy. I feel like it might be chili oiled or cooked in it, not the actual peppers. Those are good. Oof. They're not messing around. God, those are good. Oh, my God. Hot. Good. My turn for another. 
Oh. Going in. It's addicting. Can't stay away. It's a good, it's a good pocket. Are these shishitas or what's that? Wait, it's hot. The kind of pepper? Just know, hot peppers. I don't know what kind of pepper is that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty spicy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the most, most spicy entree that we have. Oh, really? It's very good. Yeah. Very <laughs> spicy. Yeah, it is. Make me stop, my god. <laughs> <laughs> Flushing Meadows Park, the 1964 World's Fair. I watched a couple of documentaries. There's a couple of documentaries on Amazon Prime. I think you can we found one on YouTube as well, where they they kind of cover it and it's a real like time capsule type of thing. So I'm I'm gonna try to pick up a book or something on the 1964 World's Fair. It's one of my like brewing interests. So um, I'm just kind of like I'm fascinated about like learning more about, especially like the amount of money the corporations put into the pavilions and all those sort of things and, and their view of technology, right? A friend of mine once gave me a World's Fair tour of uh, Corona Flushing Meadows Park, and it, I didn't realize that there were several. World's Fair is there. Yeah, I think the first place. one was 1939. So 1939 and 1964 are the two of them. Mm -hmm. 1960. I think there might be a third one as well. All right, well, look it up. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, the, the second one was really Robert Moses, kind of like, that's when they built in, they started building some of the freeways. Mm -hmm. They put in the Long Island Railroad, um, stopped there, and... Uh, the just, building with the heliport on top. Yeah, it just feels like a pivotal, kind of a pivotal moment, and like, obviously looking at transportation in the future. Another thing I would we want to pick up on is the tangle of freeways that view that we got of like the 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 10 lanes of traffic and the freeways going over in the traffic and there's a few different spots in new york city that are like that that feel like you know you're kind of getting more of what people might recognize as like los angeles or houston you know those major like sprawling type of um uninhabitable for anyone not inside a car yeah, exactly. There, those are some of the most crazy territories. I already know there's one good on the up, in Upper Manhattan, like right when you cross the um, George Washington Bridge. Mm -hmm. There's oh, just yeah, a, I know where you're yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll at some point we'll get to that one as well too. Um, and the BQE are one of our favorites, right? <laughs> it's such a monstrosity uh, down going through through Brooklyn. Um, and we did end on a desire path. Didn't talk about it much when we were in the field, but it's I've been back a few times and it is kind of a, a, a cool desire path. And desire paths... What What is a desire path? So it's basically, it's a path like normally in a green space where people are cutting through the defined path. To, it's a shortcut to a place that they're naturally going to go. And nature you, finds a way. Nature finds a way. And, <laughs> and <laughs> right. But yeah, there there's a few really good ones and I don't want to give it away, but we're working on um spotting a few more of these and want to want to visit them because every time i every time i come across a desire path i always have to i always have to walk it so that was flush flushing meadows and whenever you take a good long walk you you, you build a a, a big appetite. appetite right <laughs> yeah. and it's always good to end on food whether you're picking up groceries which i do a lot of times on end of my walks or you're going to one of the many 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 great food destinations in Queens and New York City and we got we we ended up at one of the best dumpling galaxy and the food was good yeah. <laughs> it was it's sort of a unsuspecting place but the quality of food phenomenal 
Yeah. I hope we don't sound too too stupid chowing down. But well, you know, at that point, <laughs> how many miles have we walked? Yeah. We were hungry, and then under the influence of some very hot peppers. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So again, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll we'll see you next week with more of walks through New York City.